Welcome to this week's Lessons in Mindfulness podcast. This week's episode is entitled Conflict. So we give these talks every week and a lot of times it can be a struggle to try to figure out what we're going to talk about. And I was driving today and I heard on the radio all of the you know, obviously we're living in a very turbulent political time, right? There's a lot of disagreement, uh, a lot of unhappiness. You know, you should have voted for this person, should have voted for that. You should support this. You shouldn't support that. You know, and it, and it seems sometimes like we just, uh, like, like, like we can't agree on anything. And there's a lot of times in life and you can believe something very fervently, you can believe very passionately, but, but it's just not going to go your way. You don't always get exactly what you want. And sometimes we're having to deal with people who may have opposing views or or who view the world in a way that we just simply don't. And even though we, we don't agree, you know, you still have to be here. You still have to deal with it, you know? And, and I think it's who you are in those moments that, that really define you. I mean, we, we've all encountered different types of people. We have people in groups, you know, some people, they riot, you know, other people, if they don't like something, they do peaceful protests, they do uh, demonstrations, you know, we, we have people that on an individual level, they, uh, they maybe rise to the occasion, they become a better version of themselves. And we have people that fall into drugs and alcohol and, and all kind of things. And then they find themselves in a level that, that really isn't them. And that's up to you. You know, the, the thing that I want to get away with, get away from and really enforce is that there's no such thing as they made me do it. You know, there's no such thing as, well, did you hear what he just said or did you hear what she just did or, or that's why I had to act this way. You know, you, you retain the right to choose all the time. You decide and nobody else decides who you want to be right now in this moment. You know, success, your ability to do that is is all on you. And no one can take that away from you. No matter the circumstance, nobody can take that from you. And you don't have the, the right to act as if somebody could. Bad stuff happens. Disagreements happen. And it's what, what causes you to grow. You know, it's, it's a childhood story of caterpillars, which I'm sure that, you know, you've all heard. You see this, you're, you're walking around, you're eight, nine years old, you see this caterpillar and it's, it's struggling to get out of this cocoon, right? And you see that it's almost there. It's starting to break through and you, and you want to be helpful and you say, Oh, I'll just peel this back and then it can go be a butterfly. But really what you've done is you've, you've, you've killed the caterpillar because in not enduring that struggle and not breaking out of that cocoon, it didn't develop the necessary strength in its wings to fly and to be what it is supposed to be. You know, we, we go through these things to be who we are. Nobody ever promised you that it was going to be an easy ride. You know, you are a summation of all of your experiences. You're a 25 year old man. Everything that's happened to you up until now is what makes you, you. And 10 years from now, all of those, that, that decade of, of, of more stuff happening, more stuff happening is going to change your worldview. It's going to change who you are. And hopefully you're going to take the positive from it and it's going to make you into the stronger, better person you are then, you know, we have a story here. It's good news, bad news, who knows? So 
basically what it is, we've got a, a farmer and he's got one horse and one son. And this horse is is completely integral in the way that they do they do their life. I mean, in terms of plowing the fields, in terms of just everything that you would do. And one day, this 17-year-old, being a 17-year-old, he left the gate open. And the horse got out, ran away. The neighbor came over, just devastated. Oh, my goodness, I'm so sorry for you. You know, what are you going to do now? Now, you know, it's, it's harvest season, and you don't have the horse, and then it's going to be terrible, and your family will be hungry. And the farmer just says, good news, bad news, who knows. The next day... That same horse runs back into the still open gate, but he's got 17 more horses with him now. So now the sun runs up, he slams the gate behind the horses, and now they've got 18 horses. And and the same neighbor comes over and he says, my God, what, what fortune, it's unbelievable. You know, this is fantastic. You guys will be able to be so more productive, so much more everything. And, and the farmer just says, you know, good news, bad news, who knows. So the next day, we've got these 18 wild horses, and they've got to be broken. They've got to be made useful, right? I mean, these aren't exactly you're, you're pulling, the, uh, pulling the plow kind of horse. And so the son gets on. He's an accomplished rider. He grew up on this farm. He knows what he's doing. He, he gets on one of these horses, and he's trying to tame it and throws him and he lands on a rock and I mean he breaks his arm at the shoulder at the elbow at the wrist I mean, he may never have full use of that arm again and and the the, the same neighbor this, this neighbor comes by and says I'm, I'm so sorry for you you know your, your son he can't help you now he, he's hurt he may be crippled for life I mean this is just awful awful news I'm so sorry neighbor uh, the farmer rather you know good news bad news who knows Next day, war breaks out. They're recruiting everybody, sixteen and up. They're taking all the horses, all the all the all the young men, and and it's a it's a particularly bad war. And and there's a, there's a good chance you might not come home. There's a good chance you might die. And the son can't go because his arm is broken. So, good news, bad news. Who knows? You know, we can we can go on with this all day obviously we can we can keep that up but but you get the idea the the thing is is you are your internal environment you are who you are when you're quiet you know when you're introspective when you're with god you're not you're not the news you know you're not um the the stories you follow on facebook you're not how somebody treated you at starbucks so you know, we're, we're not the world. We understand that, but we do live in it. And there, there's going to be disagreements. There's going to be strife. There's going to be conflict. You know, and, and we allow these things sometimes to make you way too angry because you're, you're so caught up in them. But just as dangerous is you allow those same things to make you way too happy. You think, because I've got this job, or because I've got this person in my life, or, or whatever it is, because I've got this physique, because you know this is who I am, this is why I'm so happy. Your, your point of view is not who you are. That doesn't change. Your circumstances change. And we need to be able to change with them and understand that, that we are who we are all the time, no matter what. You know, and, and, I, and I personally feel that it's fear. You know, people, people are scared. 
They don't, they don't really want to look within. That's why we keep ourselves so busy. That's why we have our phones out 24 hours a day while we're checking our Instagram and Facebook and seeing what's going on because we don't want to look in the mirror because we're afraid that, you know, maybe I'm not going to like that person. And we, we, we run, we run from that and, and, and we, we run from that work. And so we tie ourselves to the external and we allow, we allow that external environment, which is changing all the time, to make us happy or sad. And then we wonder why we're feeling crazy and on all kind of medications and having to talk to people because you're not rooted in anything that's changeless. You're rooted in everything that is constantly fluctuating. You're, you're not stagnant, you know, and, and your life isn't stagnant. What's right right now may not necessarily be right tomorrow. And, and what's wrong today may be the perfect thing for you tomorrow. You have to know yourself enough to know who you are no matter what. No matter what. This is me. This is what I do. This is right for me. There's the example of the palm tree, right? We've all, we, we find them obviously they're, they're on beaches a lot of the time. And, and when they're down in Florida, they're subject to a lot of hurricanes. And, and we can see this gigantic palm tree and winds come in 100 miles an hour. Palm tree is designed to bend. You know, if, if you take that, that same storm and you put a giant oak tree, what's going to happen? The wind will come. The oak is going to snap. It's going to break. It's going to die. Palm tree can bend down all the way to the ground. And sometimes you can look at it and, and think it's dead. You know, maybe the, the circumstances overcame it. It's, it's bent over. It's on the ground. It's dead. But what you don't see is the work that's going on under the ground. You know, during that time, the roots are expanding. They're, they're digging deeper. And the palm tree not only rises back up to its full height, but oftentimes rises up stronger than it was before. And that's how you have to be. You have to allow yourself to experience life, allow yourself to, to let these waves crash on you, be pliable and come back a stronger, just better version of, of, of who you were before. We see you in here, you know, in, in the dojo, we see you hold up in class and we see you when you're tired, you know, and, and I see when you want to quit and you push yourself and you don't. And that's great, but it, it's who you are on the inside. You know, that, that's what, what really matters. It's great that you're in shape, and, and, but, and it's great that maybe you're learning some self-defense. Maybe whatever it is, your sport, maybe you're getting a better backhand in your tennis game. That's great. But understand that all those things are tools. You know, they're, they're meant to be tools to strengthen the mind, the body, the spirit for the battle that's within and, and what you're learning to do is, is to control your internal environment. All of it's important. I'm not, I'm not saying that I don't believe that the physical practice is important. It is. But it's a side effect. I mean, the goal is, is who are you? You know, we, we, get, we get so caught up in our point of view that if there's a disagreement with the other person, we think they're crazy. If I say, you know, that, that A is A and, and my friend Tyler says A is B, I think, well, he just must be insane. He, he must be nuts. You know, we're not, we're not even listening. You know, we're afraid 
I think a lot of times back to fear, we're afraid maybe they have something to say. You know, maybe maybe we're not as different as, as we think, and maybe it's just a point of view, but we're so just so stuck and so afraid to look inside and so afraid to challenge our own thinking that, that we just, we stop listening. You need to learn to be confident in yourself. And this takes me back to the external validation. This takes me back to how many likes they get on Facebook, how many, how many hearts they get on Instagram. You know, that, that's not who you are. That, that's not, and if you're looking for that to find your sense of self-worth, I can promise you, you're going to be disappointed and it's gonna be perpetual and you're gonna, you're gonna feel miserable. You've got to do the work. And there are times that you're gonna need to be strong. You know, there are times that, that you may have influence. You may have, uh, I don't know, the, the, the people around you telling you to do something and you know it's right, you know it's wrong. You're looking for them, though, to make you worth something. You want to be popular, but you need to be strong enough and self-aware enough and confident enough in yourself that you can tell them, you know, they're telling you to move left and you say, no, you know, you move. I'm, I'm going to stay right here because I know what's right and this is who I am. And how do you do that? It's not, it's not by accident because we, as a people, we do seek validation. Everybody likes to be liked. Everybody likes to be popular, but you practice learning who you are by doing the work. You're not gonna, we have this, this flawed really wrong thinking of, of thinking that you know, I'm going to rise to the occasion. And, and the fact is you're not, you're going to, you're going to fall back into your habits. So hopefully, you know, what you're getting out of your practice, out of your meditation, out of the work you're putting in is you're building good habits that you can have to fall back to, you know, so, so that you can right the ship a little bit and not just get tossed about on every wave and, and everything else. You're going to, you know, get yourself an utter for the, for, for the boat, you know, practice purposefully when you're, when you're sitting, when you're, when you're meditating, you're working with the goal of becoming a master of your actions rather than a prisoner of your reactions. You know, I can, I personally, I can tell you that in relationships at work at, at the store, there, there, there's tons of times when we would have changed our reaction, right? How many times have you yelled at somebody? Maybe, maybe your kids spilled grape juice and you snapped at them and, and you wish you hadn't, you know, and, and why, why'd you do that? It's because you don't listen and it's not, and forget them. You don't listen to yourself. You don't, you don't take that breath and understand if that's really how you want to respond. See, I'm not saying there's something wrong with yelling at someone. I'm not saying there's something wrong with hitting someone if, if, if they need it, but you have to decide that that's what you want to do. Nobody made you do anything. Reaction is the, is the, is the bad thing, not the actual action itself. It's reacting because you didn't have the self-control to behave in a way that you wanted to do. We don't, Again, we just we don't get there by accident. I'm sorry, but it, it takes effort to not just react all the time. That's what all this hard work is about. You've got to be willing to do it. You know, you, you go and you put an effort in so many other things. What is more important than knowing yourself? What's more important than being who you want to be when you want to be that person? 
You know, you're, you're always in control. It's, it's not an accident. It's an effort. And that's what you're doing. That's why you're listening to this. That's why you're putting in the work with your meditation so that you can be the best version of you that you want to be all the time, no matter what, what life throws at you. And if you take that out of your practice more than anything else, if you take that, that you're here to develop you, not to not to post and say, oh, I meditate and, and get some likes there, but to actually develop you, your mind, your body, your spirit. You're working to be that person that you're meant to be, to be that person that you want to be all the time, no matter what happens. You know that person. It doesn't matter what happens outside. You know who you are. And you're in control. And you're, and you're always that guy or that girl. And the best way that I know how to do that is through purposeful practice. Through, through meditation, through disciplining the mind, through stilling the mind, through focusing on the breath, and being right here, right now. So let's practice that.